Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a Hi, this is Carl. I wrote this song. I I'm Mike's friend. My turn-ons are satin sheets. I love to be outdoors. Follow me on Twitter. Jokes to Carl. The French duh, not the duh duh. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube. With Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube. With Mike Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hey, Mike. Wow, that was a beautiful song you wrote. Uh, we're celebrating. I think that's four years ago you wrote that song. Three years. Full-length movie. Seems like just yesterday. Oh, all right. Well, I appreciate your work you did yesterday on Saturday. Today is, of course, February 9th. Yeah. Uh, 2020, and we are going to watch a full-length movie on YouTube. That is the name of our show. We go by the acronym L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T, which is Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube, and you can find us on your podcast machine. You can find us on Twitter. You can find our great YouTube channel by that acronym, and we, of course, stream live on mutinyradio.fm every Sunday 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 5 to 7 East Coast Time. Wait, wait a minute. What time is the Oscars? The Oscars are tonight. Just me. Carl, what movie are we watching? We are going to watch Furry Vengeance. Furry Vengeance 2010. That's what you're going to put in your YouTube search engine. So go to YouTube wait, 20... and put in Furry Vengeance. Now, I know yeah. that the level of our audience, I have to say that it's B-E-N and then it's G-E-A-N-C-E. -E. B-E-N-G-E-A-N-C-E. -E. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I can't use it on this computer because uh, I have to reload the web page. That's really strange. Oh, the, the, no. subscribe, uh, the channel is called CC. Two it, letters, C and then C. Yeah. No, you didn't stutter. It is Oh, wait a minute. So you're saying Furry Vengeance is not... You found a version that's not free on YouTube? It's on a different channel? No, no, you're right. It's, uh... Is that what CC stands for? No, CC uh, is closed captioning, but, you know, right now, uh, I can't play it on either computer, so I'm gonna have to watch it on my phone. Okay, lame. No, but every, I mean, every hey, time we do... streaming device. Every time we do a uh, YouTube movie, a movie that's hosted by YouTube proper, it never works on either computer so oh i gotcha but it uh this left computer it says something about like a load and some bullshit so I, I really don't have time we're live on the air so let me go ahead and do it on the phone Ooh, okay so I, the look, channel is youtube youtube movies right okay okay all right hang on a sec i gotta hit pause all right all right, ladies and gentlemen, we are ready. So if you have the ability to watch this movie on YouTube, which I now do, we're going to watch Free Vengeance, free compliments of YouTube Movies channel, uh, which has over 103 million subscribers. 
That's, that's almost the numbers we have. Uh, all right, so to start the show, we, I'm very grateful to have the Countdown King himself, the maestro of numbers that go backwards. Will you please give it up? <laughs> Let's get ready to Barumba, the host of the show that just aired here on Muni Radio, The Edge of Insanity, who has better numbers this month than we do. Please give it up for <laughs> Paul Brumba. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. What's happening, Carl? How are you doing, sir? Hey, good to hear you. Good to congratulations on your numbers. <laughs> Don't congratulate him, Carl. <laughs> Please. <laughs> That'll go to my head. It'll go straight to my head. All right, talking about furry with a vengeance, man. I can't even I can press the virtual triangle for you. You guys know the drill. Uh, put your head over the or finger over the triangle <laughs> and let's just do this thing in three, two, one, go. Lunch. Right. Lunch. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Paul. Once again. That's Paul Brumbaugh, The Edge of Sanity is his podcast, and uh, we usually hang out the last couple of minutes before our show ends, testing our microphones. Very exciting to say that, and this is also some internet entertainment movie as well, so two exciting ways to start this movie off. <laughs> That's exciting. It's some <laughs> it's movie. How many times did you watch this? Full disclosure, I do not watch this movie. Carl watches the movie and researches the movie, so how many times have you watched it before today? This, okay, so I did three times, but there was a like a refresher in which I skipped through some things. Gotcha. I'd say 3.25. Well, when you say a refresher, do you mean a raccoon uh, electrocuted you while you were watching TV? <laughs> By dumping a Dr. Pepper on your head and while, while holding a, a wire? Did a bird poop on you that while watching exactly this movie? That is exactly what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is beautiful Oregon. Oh. Of course, the movie was shot in Massachusetts. Never mind that. Where, where weed is not legal. So every time they smoke it in this movie, it's illegal. Now, I'll do the audio this time, I guess. That'd be great. Right? Oh, that's Rob Riggles. That is... Rob? Is it R-O-B, Rob? It is Riggles. Yeah. He, he gets on the phone right now. He goes, Riggs here! He's basically being like a, a capitalist pig. Ah, there's and a, here comes can, uh, Hangover Movie Guy. Hangover Movie Guy, yeah. Dr. Ken. Who's the big boss. And he is a licensed physician. Oh, that's cool. So he's just saying, hey, man, this forest is ripe for the picking. It's a gold mine. You know, they're just being capitalist pigs against the environment in this scene. So they see themselves like they're going to turn this into development and they have to use Brendan Fraser. That's right. Brendan Fraser will relocate his family to this part of Oregon for one year to get this neighborhood going. Later, he finds out it's not the neighborhood. It's the whole forest. Oh, wow. Oh, no. And he started a fire with his uh, right. cigar. Which could lead to a forest fire. But unfortunately, this pain in the ass bird meddles. I fucking hate that bird, happening. Carl. I know that bird. I tried to start a, far, a forest fire yesterday, and that fucking bird yeah. swept out and like knocked, yeah. it, stepped on it. What are you? What are you? Uh, the Smokey the Bear? There, get lost. Get lost. You're not even Woodsy the Owl. You know why they call him Smokey the Bear? He's a fucking junkie. <laughs> <laughs> it's the wood around the woods. <laughs> fucking high AF. That's how he got that nickname. Yeah. Because he likes to chase the dragon. He smokes heroin is what I'm trying to say. Uh-oh, Ruby. 
This is something from Rube Goldberg, the animal we learned. It is. Yeah. The animal version. Rube Goldberg taught him this. Doink, doink. Oh, it knocks off this. <laughs> All right, so this movie is not even believable. I have a bad movie rule. If the movie is bad before the opening credits, it's a bad movie. Absolutely. So this is terrible. These animals prepared a, Rubik's, a Rube Goldberg machine <laughs> to knock off... Uh, it's totally believable. No, they're they're killing humans. I can't watch this movie. Theater manager, I'd like my money back. I didn't realize this was an anti-human movie. <laughs> These raccoons are killing humans. I can't take it. So he got knocked and his car flipped and everything. He lands up on the edge. They take the cigar out of his mouth and he goes, that was awesome. <laughs> Ron Riggles. Ron Riggles. No, you know, have you ever, like, smoked a cigar in a car? It's not the best thing. <laughs> as cool as it was you in may... the script. He had to do it. Yeah, but have you ever had, smoked a cigar or been in a car with someone smoking a cigar in a car? No, no. Oh, that sorry. Hey, terrible. cartoons are on. Cartoons are on the opening credits. It's the beginning. Yay. It's Sunday morning. It's cartoon right. time. And here's the kind of cheesy music. <laughs> furry vengeance. Furry vengeance. It's, it's insane in the membrane, really. Got no fur, going insane. Insane in the membrane. That's right. I dress up as animals and no go brain. to parties. Oh. Now here's the first funny joke. He goes, ah, ah, nature. You had to have the audio for that joke. Oh, and they're doing all this construction outside his house. Well, his house is the show house, the model house of this new community they're building. Ooh, that's cool. I would like to live in that. What a lonely existence. <laughs> Construction going He's... on all around your house. Right. And what we're seeing right now is the beginning of compromise. He's saying that there's this beaver dam that's preventing us from putting up Unit 2. And, like, I'm just going to blow them out of the water. And Brendan Fraser's like, hey, we're an environmental green company. Yeah. Okay. Dispose of them properly. Yeah. You, I would say dental dams, you would throw them in the garbage can. Is that what you mean by beaver dams? <laughs> <laughs> well, I found that those can be rinsed. Oh, yeah. That's disgusting. That's not hygienic either. Mm. You should really, one use... Uh, so this is like suburbia, rural. So what part of your neighborhood was this film shot in? Of my <laughs> good one. Um, this is... Massachusetts. Uh, gosh, I forgot the name of the community all of a sudden. Um, it's like, okay, there's a comedian or two in that gr crowd of construction workers, and we'll talk about them. This is a, a, like a forest in Oregon, and there is a local town, but they're developing, Okay. The thing is, it's not on the scale that he thinks. Now, look what Brendan Fraser does to get rid of the squirrel. Uh-oh. Gone. Was that really such a crime? Yeah, that squirrel was just hanging. Squirrels are no problem. Squirrels mm -hmm. are crazy. They're nuts. <laughs> Squirrels They're are nuts. nuts. Yeah. You know, one time a squirrel showed me his testicles. I said, what's that about? He's like, well, I wanted to show you. I'm nuts. 
And I'm like, that doesn't... Wait, try it again. That doesn't go. No, you missed it. What was the Now here we have the famous Brooke Shields. She looks great. No, no, Mike. (laughs) Just stand by. This is a very good shot. All right. There's Brooke Shields. First time I've seen her without, not in a Bob Hope special. Now look how chubby Brendan Fraser is, right? Uh, yeah. He did that on purpose. Now, as you know, he keeps trim because he's like in The Mummy and he's in, you know, School Days. Bones. And yeah. he's in, you know, he's got to look good. But for this film, for the first time in his life, he said, you know what? It goes with the guy, right? A chubby dad. And I'm just going to give myself eight months of a rest of this rigorous exercise I have to do every day. Well, I mean, I guess there's an upside to Furry Vengeance after all. Brendan, Mm -hmm. a raccoon's going to make your life hell. Right. Oh, well, can I exercise? Is it such a crime what he did? No, not really. It was just a squirrel. I I think it is a crime. You should let the squirrel be. Shield. Now hey. we're basically getting backstory that they moved here from Chicago for one year, and the son is very upset about it. Oh, yeah. He misses all his Chicago town friends. Now, these turkeys are the only real animals we'll see. The rest, we're told, are puppets and CGI. Huh. Now, she's saying gobble, gobble. Right. Well, no, I speak turkey. Brooke Shield said that she was making a joke, and she's like, I had to character act a little and be a turkey. I mean, method act. Were you able to watch uh, interviews of her talk about her experience on Furry Vengeance? Read them. I was able to read them. You see, this is her first movie, like, in a decade or something, and that's why it was a big deal to her. Let me just look that up. Now, are you a fan of her movies? Have you seen Brenda Starr or Safari? uh, Sahara? No. I, I guess I am a Brooke Shields fan, but... Okay, it's the first mainstream film since Black and White in 1999. So it's Tobek. like 10 to 11 years since she's been on the set again. Yeah. So she was really happy to be back. And I don't know if you've seen Black and White, but that's not really a movie. I, w- I wouldn't count that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. So he was eating turkey bacon, and she was saying... Put that down. They can tell. They have a sixth sense. It's so true, man. I was eating a turkey burger, and I had to like tell this turkey, like, it's cow, man. And they, <laughs> Did he they, believe you? <laughs> not after the second bite. I fed it to the so, turkey. So, basically, we're getting a lot of... Well, I, I got an ad. You know. Oh, darn. All right, how are we going to do this? I'll tell you what time. I'm just going to pause it, and I'm at 10.08. Okay. All right, guys, this is how we're going to do it. Skip ad. So you're going to count up. Yeah, so you're I'm going to watch your ad 10, and then tell 5, me when you get 6, to 10. 7, 8, 8, 8, 8, 10, 8. Right, that was the one we're looking for. Um, Mike, when I say you suck, I mean it. All right, hang uh, on. I have 10, 18, 19. What yeah, me got? too. 20. Same thing. I said, okay, yeah, great. We're on the same great. level. Audience, hope you're with us. Now He's watch trying, this. So, did you see the raccoon show up? Well, he I saw that he had a great uh, bouquet of raccoon burgers. Okay. So wait, what's so, the raccoon? Like, is he the squirrel's lover? Like, what the fuck does the squirrel... Uh, why is the raccoon getting into this? 
There he is. The squirrel told the story of what had happened, and it made the the raccoon mad. Fucking white knight raccoon. Why don't you fucking stop fighting everyone? And get the fuck out of my burgers. That's the worst. That's like every picnicer's worst nightmare. You open up the picnic basket, (laughs) there's a raccoon in there. (coughs) Ruins a picnic every time. People used to do that to prevent uh, Yogi Bear from stealing your picnic basket. Yeah, put a raccoon in there. Yeah, put a raccoon in there. But then uh, Yogi went feral and it was just bad. Got rabies. Rocky Springs, that's the name of it. Rocky Springs? Here you see this forest. That's and you see that they're making rocks. a little neighborhood. That's it. That's it. Oh, yeah. They're just tearing down this beautiful part. Tic Tac. Is he listening to Blink-182? <laughs> Damn. I don't think he said, you know what? I'm not going to work out for eight months so I can get into character for Furry Vengeance. I think he said, you what? know what? Fuck this. I'm not working out <laughs> for this movie. Who do I fight? A raccoon? Fuck it. Oh, there's the international airport. Oh, we had a layover. Private jet. Nice. This is Neil Lyman. Neil Lyman's private jet. <coughs> now, is, is he this playing movie's Neil not funny, but it, oh, movie's no. not funny, but occasionally it has funny moments. And Neil, uh, his name's Ken Jong, right? And yeah. he is really funny. Have you ever seen a movie called The Goods, where they're used car salesmen? Wait, let me put on a little audio, and I'll come okay. right back. All right. He gets the kids. He gets the kids' age wrong, and then he's mad at the assistant, so they fight in like. Check it out. The subtitle says both speaking gibberish. <laughs> but he keeps saying the word preteen in English. So it's a movie called. Um, I, it was with the G. What did you just say? They were car salesmen, right? Yeah, the goods. I, th- I believe it's the goods. It's him and Jeremy Piven. It's a Piven movie. Uh-huh. Charles Napier. At one point, Piven was attached to this script to play Brendan Fraser's part. This film is pure Piven, if you ask me. What happened? He well, was an so asshole? so many people were attached to this. It was around for many, many years. Yeah, this is like, what, Home Alone with Animals? Right, the, the, Home over, Alone with Animals. Have you seen the cartoon Over the Hedge? Not Over the Edge, Over the Hedge. And it was yeah. a bunch of talking animals that, like, try to stop, I don't know... Encroachment. I have no idea. Now here's Amy. What's her name from Comedy Central? Oh, Amy. What's her show. name? Wait, is it Amy Sedaris? No. Is it Amy nope. Poehler? No. Is it Amy nope. uh, from Trainwreck? <laughs> no. No. Uh, I don't know. It's a political show. Maybe it's I feel pretty. Amy, <laughs> Amy Schumer. Samantha B. Samantha B. Amy That's Schumer. It. That's who I was thinking of. Samantha V. I love Amy. Samantha V is not. Don't. I do too. Oh, Samantha V is not even a Amy. 
Now, she was in Ghostbusters. She was the woman who gets spooked at the beginning. Right. No, you know, and uh, she, she's the one who got Slimer in a, a cameo in this movie. Yeah, yeah they became fast friends. Oh, yeah. Her name's Alice Drummond. She was scared initially. I, I saw her in an interview. She said, I really thought they were ghosts, and that really helped my audition. <laughs> <laughs> helped me nail the part. Basically, she was an unknown before that. I mean, she had done lots of off-Broadway plays that had gotten praise. But, I mean, it's off-Broadway, like your friends come, that kind of thing. But after... Well, I stand corrected. She was in the best little whorehouse in Texas as the governor's secretary in 82. Was, but, there, any, was uh, there any nudity in that off-Broadway play that she appeared in? I, have not gone I wouldn't otherwise. research it. I didn't know. I don't know. <laughs> All right. So here we're on the private jet. Right. Now we're going to learn that Vengeance the, the phase two, here's phase one. Well, and phase here's one. phase two. Whoa. So it's like, yeah, you're just going to level the forest. And he's totally, you know, like, you can tell, we, like, we're supposed to like Brendan. Oh, wait a minute. He brought in a raccoon. He brought in a picnic basket on a private jet? What is he, a fucking hill, Beverly Hillbilly bumpkin? What the fuck? <laughs> so they say, listen, you'll stay here for four years instead of one. But will double your salary. Yeah. So with double your salary, he takes it. But he does like a countdown. This offer goes away in ten seconds. Which is really tough, like on a plane, because you you have to really make a decision. Because if you don't, right. you gotta like you still gotta fly with them. It's really awkward. Four years, my family. And look oh. at her face when he goes. She goes. He goes family, and she's like, yeah. <laughs> I like her. Oh, yeah. That's acting, girl. Yeah. Okay, I want you to be upset when he says family. I don't know. Shake your head and sigh while he talks. <laughs> oh, brother. <laughs> Perfect. Ten seconds. So the raccoon in the picnic basket in the private jet overhears the conversation and then proceeds to tell the animals. Am I correct? Correct. So the Raccoon in the pit, wicker picnic basket on the private jet overhears the conversation and therefore... All right. Okay. All right. So I make sure. He brought sandwiches and she goes, sandwiches, gross. Oh, they just left them back there at the international airport? Well, um, he didn't fly there with them. They, he didn't, they didn't leave them. He's... Okay, so... They went to go pick him up and go see the development. And he goes, okay, it's an hour drive. And he's like, what? Round trip or bo both ways? No, both ways, two hours round trip. And he goes, no way. Bye. And he got on the plane. So they had their meeting on the plane. Oh, I gotcha. Now he's breaking to his family that they're going to be here for four years. But it's good because it doubles his salary. I wanna... And we get product placement for the product we. The Nintendo Wii. Wii! What? <laughs> that never works, by the way, Carl. Trying to throw in a Wii. Especially now, because kids know that's the two generations old. Yeah, that's right. They're like, the me generation, you know, became the Wii generation. <laughs> the me okay, generation. so just like Michael Spiegelman's prediction, yeah. here we go. 
Listen. Uh-huh. I was I overheard they get level down the forest. How'd you know? But, yeah. I was on a private jet. How is it so? I was in a picnic basket. Okay. Oh my god, Hello. look at this. He talks in little cartoon thought bubbles. <laughs> you know, hey, that reminds me of a joke. I've been doing this trick for a couple of years. You know, I have trouble reading comics. Because I, I, mm-hmm. read, I don't read the thought bubbles. It's none of my business. That's good. I'm feeling that. Uh, <laughs> right. Thought. Bubbles. That's T-H-O-U-E-H. That's none. That's wonderful, man. Okay, don't forget to post those videos. I'm not a jerk. <laughs> do do my jokes that posted online, and then we'll watch it. But I'll I I shouldn't have done the one joke, which I swear you wrote. But uh, that that screwed That's it up. That's all right. I That's was fine. trying to do something nice, and uh, so look, he does the same thing with the squirrel. But what happens? It pierces his genital genitals, <laughs> and now I can see yeah, my right. cock. So the raccoon. So he says to the workers, can we check the sprinkler system? No idea that a raccoon did it. I got an ad. I have an ad. Now watch. He I have an ad. I have an ad. I have an ad. All right. I have an ad. Sorry, audience. I'm watching this on my phone because it doesn't let me in on otherwise. I got an ad. So you got to count me up to 08 again. All right. 2008. 2008. All right. 2001, 2, 3, Thank you. 4. Five, six, seven, eight. So he tries to make light of the water, you know, the oh, splash. That's the way you do. You say, I pissed my pants. You can't make fun of me now. I'm in on it. You what? I told you I pissed my pants. Guys, fellas, I, I was the first one to say it. Well, he goes, there was this raccoon and, okay, they just blew up the beaver dams. <laughs> Whoa. He was like, we're eco-friendly, and then boom, an explosion. I love how he waves the dynamite around. We blew it up. <laughs> right. Well, you know that's the director. <laughs> yeah. Oh, can you play this big? Oh, how big you want? Well, here, hold this dynamite and say we blew it up. And jump around like you're Perfect. 1849 prospe- gold prospector. Who blew it up? Wow, a lot of phone calls in the car. Uh oh, run this raccoon over, the movie's over. Right. Oh man. Hot coffee on the so cross. Looking the fool in front of his boss. He, let's let's give a RIP to this character's genitals. I mean he got hit by force. And then he got <laughs> hot coffee on his lap. Yeah, and more is coming for his genital. Oh, well, I'm setting up a little memorial site on GeoCities. <laughs> really? That takes balls. That's what I'm going to call it. Furry judge. <coughs> so, Carl, I don't know if you know the story or not. There was a furry convention in San Jose, and uh-huh. it went viral because apparently a woman was being beaten up by her boyfriend in a car. And That's people from the nice. convention took this guy out of the car and beat him up. And the people in the convention okay. were in full furry costumes while they were punching and kicking him on the curb. So, it was so like, that 
sucks, but I guess like to some people that makes a pretty funny visual or it just went viral. It went viral because of the weird. visual, but I, I feel like the full story should be told so you can't go, oh, ha, 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 what? This woman was being beat on? Oh, well, I need, I need it for the story. Uh, yeah, so that's what happened. So Furry Vengeance went viral uh, recently, but not because of this movie. But because of some guy in an orange kangaroo costume being the shit out of a guy. Oh, orange kangaroo. I guess. I forget the color. Maybe it was yellow. Okay. But they could hear each other? Yeah. But that raccoon said, but they don't, meet more. They don't then, talk. And that was one of the director's big contributions. These animals should not talk. They should have little cartoon uh, thought bubbles. Now, this director was doing great and then he made this film and things changed for him <laughs> was the director Brendan Fraser you're you know kidding it? me yeah that Cruel Intentions was I think the teenage version of Les Miserables yeah. no not Les Miserables Dangerous Liaisons right Dangerous Liaisons yeah that was a pretty a pretty uh, fun film if I now seen after it. that he went on to make the sweetest thing with Cameron Diaz which we talked about that was that movie from Cal- San Francisco the one that Cameron Diaz in the beginning of The Sweetest Thing dances up the famous North Beach steps and I was in a building across the, across the way and I saw her in person do this little dance and uh, <laughs> it was amazing. Like, uh, you know, that was it. That was the highlight of my life. But yeah, all right. So Then a, he made this film and after that, he just did television ever since then. So he was on his way to being a huge director. Two big hits in a row. Have you seen The Sweetest Thing? Yeah. What'd you think of it? Um, I enjoyed it very much. I thought that, uh, I mean, it was cute. Um, what's her name who I love so much? She's from uh, from Married with Children. Christina Applegate. Um, yeah, Christina Applegate. She was terrific in it. She was really good. She was really funny um, in it, yeah. I like that movie the a lot. lead male wasn't the greatest hunk, you know, and that hurt the film a little. <laughs> okay, now, this is great. The, the, okay, I have to put it on. The husband is missing. They don't know what's going on, and now this cop shows up. Uh-huh. That is Billy Bush, the guy who was on the bus with Trump for the grab your pussy stuff. No way. He's in Furry yep. Vengeance? And he's really funny. That's him? Yeah, that's him. Now watch him get frustrated. <laughs> this is so funny, Mike. Check it out. I'm watching, I'm watching. copyright rules and play the audio too much but it basically he's accusing her of killing him I can't tell it's Billy Bush <laughs> because he's wearing a baseball cap if I can only see his hair I think he yeah and the, the thing is when you see him on these uh, entertainment tonight whatever it was his hair is full and complete and yeah. he's always full on makeup he's got makeup 
Well, he does a squinting thing, which he doesn't do in this movie. He has this kind of like fluffy eye squint, and here's uh-huh. more steely eyed. Okay, I'm in love with Billy Bush. <laughs> okay, mystery solved. She didn't do it. Who did it then? So he a raccoon. So right now he's going to quickly call his boss, and that makes Brooke Shields very upset. Oh, because he cares he's more about. Go, Billy used to go like, "You guess you're off the hook." Well, <laughs> I guess you're off the hook. <laughs> it's so funny. He's like, don't leave cows. Watch this one. Just don't leave cows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got eagle eyes. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll pause it. When he was coming up, he was talking on the loudspeaker, and he was going, don't freak out. Don't freak out. <laughs> that was pretty he's cool. Wanted, I can't believe that's Billy film, Bush. I, I can't believe yeah, he's a much better actor than Ron Reagan Jr. I can give him that much. Oh, and you know. Well, yeah, since you said that, I guess I should make it clear. I don't know if everybody knows. He is like a George Bush, he's Jeff the, Bush. He's I mean, a nephew. He is a member of the Bush family. He's the nephew of uh, George H.W. or George W. I don't know the answer. I just know he's a, he's part, a Bush. That Bush is Bush. With the money. Yeah. Yeah. And he was uh, so funny. He must have interviewed Brooke Shields on Access Hollywood in a different lifetime. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yes. Yes. They, they probably didn't bring that up. He was good in that. That was a good scene. I can't believe yeah. that's Billy Bush. Well, so Roger Clinton, Bill Clinton's brother, was in a Pumpkinhead sequel. Uh huh. Trying to think who else. Billy, Billy Bush wasn't, Billy Carter, excuse me, wasn't in anything. Like oh, Billy Carter. No, he was in cahoots with, uh, <laughs> yeah, he was drunk. Uh, <laughs> his Billy beer. He loved his beer. Yeah. It was so smart of him to spin that little negative into a Billy beer thing. And then I found out he didn't. Some people came to him. <laughs> Can we license your name? And he said, yeah, all right. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. It's more beer money. Conflict of what? Interest? So um, in that movie Strange Brew, right? The, yeah, the, sure. The guy who did the cartoons, you hear him, the boy's got beer! That must have been Billy's that? house. That was uh, Mel Blanc, yeah. Right, right, Mel Blanc. And when they're having sex, they walk into their parents having sex, and it's uh, Dave Thomas and Rick Moranis and drag, and they're like, uh, get out! <laughs> That's right, I forgot that. I need to see that movie again. I just saw it last week, so I, 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 uh, two weeks ago, maybe. Oh, can I recommend a movie, Carl? Yes, please. It's from nineteen. It's from two thousand, and it's called The Watcher, and it's okay. about a killer, a serial killer, Carl, and James Spader is going to stop him, with or without Marissa Torme, and Keanu Reeves is the killer. And the movie, Wait a minute! I thought that is this is this a, are you being sarcastic? It's the biggest piece of shit I've ever seen in my life. I couldn't even. I was gonna <laughs> okay. return. I was gonna return it. And I said, I'm, "No, I gotta watch the end of this movie." It's so. I'm crossing bad. it out. I've I wrote that down. <laughs> I see me visually. I'm crossing out the watcher. <laughs> All right. So much for okay, a recommendation. Now we have a sequence of of not funny now. bird animals. Okay. These are all puppets. Yeah, and the thing is, they're so goddamn good, Mike. I swear to God, that's a real raccoon. Yeah. That was his wife's... Uh, I forgot to tell you, there was a comedic point. In which oh, I got, a, I got an got... ad. I have an ad. 
Okay, I'm pausing. Sorry, audience. We all want to watch this movie together, but I have to watch this. Holy cow, what a coincidence. Every time you get an ad, Uh it's 10 minutes later and it's on 08. All right, so here we go. All right, 3004, 3005, 3006, 708. Yeah. Okay. How can it be 708? How can that be? You just count the time. Oh. You know what it is? I think like every 10 minutes they're like, fuck you, we're going to put an ad. Not only are we showing right. you, we're YouTube it's movies. Free with that. We'll give you a free movie, buddy, no problem. But the movie's furry justice. Fuck you. And then you got to watch an ad for every 10 minutes. And not just an ad. One of those ads that go on forever. You I'm... remember Samantha B? Yeah. She's okay, back. In that scene, they were like, so and so sick, so we don't have a leader of the forest. Festival and Brooke Shields rose her hand essentially to say like what's the forest festival and she goes she goes oh we have a volunteer and she roped her into being the head of the forest festival. Now right now I see this raccoon fucking raging. He's like fucking Aquaman of raccoons. He could just like say something yeah. and all the animals inside the uh, above ground ocean can hear him. Right. right? He just goes right, right. caca and a bird goes. <laughs> Oh, I just heard a raccoon seven miles ago. He said, Brendan Fraser's company plans to level the the forest. <laughs> <laughs> it's really fucking weird. Do you think fucking animals give a shit about fucking Brendan Fraser, or are they just fucking stalking him? It's really about the forest, uh, you well, know, they're trying to stop the development. Listen, in my movie the version... One. They're all like Brendan Fraser fanatics. He plays himself and he can't get a rest sleep because these fucking raccoons are like, can you give me your autograph? What was it like working with the... Yeah, yeah, well, Mike, you know, just like the director, this was Brendan Fraser's... Remember, he's a big, big movie star until this movie. Well, I wish I I got my researcher uh, better, Carl, but there was a story recently where he talked about like... A lot of troubles he went through uh, as a Hollywood star, including uh, getting sexually harassed. Uh-huh. So I don't know. Like he's he's on television right now. You know how there's like peak yeah, TV. Yeah, on TV. Yeah. So he's working. We can still see your Brendan Fraser out there. But, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I was... I, okay, but listen. Before this, let me just refresh your memory. Yeah, Encino Man, George's the Jungle, Blast from the Past, Bedazzled. Looney Tunes, Journey to the Center of the Earth, School Ties, Gods and Monsters. Yeah. I mean, this guy was huge. Well, but, a lot of them were hits and a lot of them were misses, but he was always good in them. You know? Yes. Listen, I'm not saying he's bad. I'm saying this movie sunk his career. Did it sink it? No. He's on TV. But you know what I mean. He yeah, right. He's a huge movie star. Well, this is a kid's movie, right? I mean, this is for you bring your six-year-old and he watches animals peck the <laughs> shit out of people. It's PG. It's rated PG. All right, so eight-year-old. Oh, and this boy here must is for the fans. Look, another way fucking he pissed himself. Right, and I didn't bring it up, but he squished his balls on the rooftop. Oh, yeah. We missed that. Well, you know, we missed the prologue. There's a prequel where they talk about the origin of his balls and how he could withstand anything. <laughs> even if a raccoon throws a rock at your nuts even son well what if a ferret (laughs) okay so let me tell you that a lot of people dodged a bullet by not being the star of this movie a lot of people this was actually goes back to 2004 six years earlier they brought this spec script 
for $7,500. New Line Cinema did. And they put Steve Carell as the hero here. But remember, this is 2004, so Steve Carell's really only known for The Daily Show. This would have been his first, like, serious I'm a lead role. Yeah. What I'm trying to say is Steve Carell has become a huge star. If he had taken this, this, you know, he might have been a blip on the radar, you know. You mean you mean 19, uh, you said 2004, but you're talking about uh, right. 1994. No, two, this, this movie's 2010. Oh, right. 2004. I can't believe it's fucking t- just 10 years ago this movie came out. Yeah. So also, in 2007, in Variety, it was announced that Carell was replaced by Sam Jackson, Samuel L. Jackson. I would, I would see that. Okay, let me finish the list, right? I said Steve Carell. Right. Earlier, I said Jim, Jeremy Piven. Right. Okay, now Brian Cranston. Right, sure, the dad from Malcolm in the Middle. Jim Carrey and Will Ferrell. I, I don't know if Will Ferrell would be good. What the fuck's wrong with this raccoon? He's totally sustaining that guy. Now, you said it. See, it says burn dairy. Yeah. The internet cares about that and says, you know, this is supposed to be an organ and burn dairies in New York. Do we care? No, I think it's just a name. They, they probably legal said that's fine. Just go with it. Right. <laughs> okay, burn so they'll, they put like... Um, it might be the producer's pine cone cousin. kind of thing. Oh, so he's going to get hurt. Acorn. Wow, he really got hurt. He fell off his chair eating that. <laughs> so now he's hurt his back. Now, he's on his way once again to that airplane. And oh, no. all this stuff is about what's keeping him from getting to that plane. So he's going crazy. Well, I think he doesn't go on because he realizes how huge the carbon footprint he would leave. And he said, why don't we just have this conversation here? Or on the phone. Yeah. Uh, so this is the neighbor or the guy who blew up the beaver dam? There are no neighbors. This is the guy who blew up the beaver dam. This place is under construction. The only people that live oh, there is that. the boss. They're going to get sprayed by skunks, dude. Skunks, sure are, but not they. One he, skunk. Watch, they're loading. Skunks. Yeah. It's like a no Are, are you sure skunks. those are puppets? I don't think so, Mike. Take another look when they walk up the yeah, plank Yeah, don't here. you see the hand in those skunks' asses? <laughs> That's a giveaway. Sometimes in this film, Brendan Fraser is making, is like working the puppet himself. Do you think like the Animal Wrangler, they said, okay, Animal Wrangler, we want you to have six skunks walk into Brendan Fraser's car. And the Animal Wrangler looked at the camera and said, eh, it's a living. i don't think young people will get that okay here comes the skunks and an accident oh the skunks snickering according to my closed captioning yep that was really the sound of snickering skunks sanders are you gay is that what i said oh no Um, the skunks this is not good for the skunks either Do you know Patrice O'Neill? Yeah. He is one of the construction people. Do you know Jim Norton? Yeah. He's one of the construction yeah, he's people. he's also. This is the best of 2000 era comedy. That's Patrice on the right there. Oh, my God. You have to bathe yourself in tomato juice. Is that a myth? Who knows? 
Well, you know what's a myth is you don't drink it after you take a bath in it. <laughs> <It's just funny. laughs> I learned that the hard way. Do not do that. Like, you know, yeah, you put, right. I put some celery in the tub and I, I had some olives in there and it just didn't help. Oh, man. All right, I'm going to orgasm. Okay, so the plane is waiting and there's all sorts of pressure on him, but he's taking care of it. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's just going to take an afternoon potato, uh, tomato juice bath. Frank's red hot sauce, it says. <laughs> so for yeah. some reason, he grabbed Brooke Shields' bra. Oh, he put it on? Just as By the crow opened the window? And the crow opened up. So... Who should see him but Patrice O'Neill yeah, and yeah, Jim, Jim Norton. Norton. And two other guys from the Comedy Cellar. Right, right, right. Yeah. We'll be talking about this later to uh, Colin Quinn. Were they all doing Colin Quinn's uh, talk show on Comedy Central? Back right, then? exactly. Okay, so he goes to get a suit on because he's ready to go, but what? He has no clothes. Right, a raccoon physically took this. This time it's personal. (laughs) Remember how they used to say like in Jaws 4, like, how can it be personal? He's a fucking shark. How would he know like he ate one family member and he's going after the other family member? This time it's personal. It makes no sense. Right. So Okay, so all he could put on was his wife's Yum yum, pants. Oh, it says yum yum on his ass. So he's trying to hide. <laughs> Hello, we we cleaned your car. Oh, they did clean the car. That took oh, it took only an hour. I guess yes. By the way, Brendan Fraser. So that that guy ass. we keep seeing, that's Ricky Garcia, and he was in uh, Thirteen. What happens in Vegas? The Upside. I not too it, much, but he's been around. He's not a comedy seller kind of guy. All right. Well, the upside is not really. Oh, I got an ad. Ad. Okay. Pausing. All right. And skip ads. Tell us the number. This time it's forty oh four. All right, forty oh one. But tell me oh, up like two, but three, four, four. You son of a bitch. I want it. We're I on caught it, but you're on it. Lucky. We're on it. You are no Paul Brumbaugh, let me tell you. Oh, he got sprayed by another skunk? And the same old crash. Right. Isn't it hilarious? He has to stop with these habits of opening his car at the same time. <laughs> this must be the school. The school bus gave it away. This is the school, and here we have uh, Brooke Shields, Brooke Shields getting annoyed by the old lady who always forgets. Um, Ghostbuster lady. But what, really what we're here in the school for is to set up a love interest for the son. I met Ghostbusters lady. I said, you were terrific in the beginning of Ghostbusters when you got scared and you ran down the hallway. And she said, listen, mm-hmm. at this convention, is $25 for an autograph. <laughs> $40 for a photograph. Now, this kid, he was Jimmy in Rocket Man. Okay. Oh, Rocket Man with Harlan Wayans, uh, Wayans, the Disney movie, or the one with Elton John? The recent one. Okay, but not the one where Harlan Wayans goes to space and he farts in his spacesuit and the spacesuit gets really I big? I guess not. All right. Okay. <laughs> he 
He was also in High School Musical 3. Which was the theatrically was... released High School Musical. Isn't that weird? Oh, that's strange. The first two were Disney Channel And the last thing movies. is, um, he's a regular on this Disney Channel. <sighs> Greek Charming. Greek Charming? Yeah, whatever that is. I always love it when I hear a new Disney Channel sitcom. And I'm like, what? Really? The fuck? So she goes, hey, I'm the love interest. And he goes, oh, I was waiting for you. Us too. It's been like an hour. Has it been an hour? So she's like, uh, basically she's the librarian here. I don't know if it's been an hour, but it has been a long, it's been a lot of ads. But yeah. she, she is, of course, against the development, right? So that right. makes tension. And he's like, that's my dad, not me. Right. My dad's Jeffrey Dahmer. I'm Toby Dahmer. Right. I don't have a hankering for flesh. That's my dad. Jeffrey. <laughs> I'm Toby. Toby Dahmer. Why would you talk with me? Hi, guys. You like some beef jerky? I made it myself. I'm Toby Dahmer. No relation. Well, Jeffrey Dahmer's yes, my dad. Yes, relation, but... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Dick Van Dyke was announced that he would appear in the film, but he doesn't make an appearance. The internet says in the final cut. Does that mean that there was a scene with him? I searched high and low to try to find it. I didn't. Well, Carl, I know I said there was. I I didn't pick next week's movie, but next week's movie is going to be Vengeance Fury, the director's cut. Aha! Uh -huh. With the commentary. No, it's going to be seventy minutes of unreleased material added to it. <laughs> alternative, end, alternative ending Brendan Fraser obviously dies at the end of this film and uh, the squirrel also dies they have a suicide pack <laughs> uh, this time it's personal so lots of like not so funny stuff is going on like she's mistaking this Indian investor who's coming to be for an American you know a Native American are you kidding and me that's a they should at least Look at Brendan Fraser's gut. He earned that gut for this film. Yeah, no, he had a rib. He had a like ripped body, and he said, "For this character, I need to show like a fucking dad gut." <laughs> what I'm interested to note is, is does he retain the dad gut today? You know, being on TV and oh right. I wonder. Well, yeah, you know, the craft services. It's it's so tempting when you're on a TV show. <laughs> I'm sure you might want to notch in between sets. Uh, Brooke Shields on the commentary of the DVD makes a, uh, what do you call the food services thing? What's it called? Craft services. Craft services, yeah. There was a squirrel eating, tip, 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 eating a nut. He goes, <laughs> there's Charlie, always eating. You should oh, have seen him at the craft table. <laughs> that's good. That's a good joke. You know what they the call it? The only thing that's important to the plot that's, look at that belly man. The only thing that's important to the plot here is he just came up with the idea to make the town like them. They could sponsor the Forest Festival. What time do you have, Carl? I have 45.05. Uh, 44.45. 45.01. 45.02. You said 45.02? Yep. Six. All right. Seven. Where are you? Tell me when you're at 16. Okay. 12. 13, 14, 15, 
16. Okay, great. All right, because when you And were... that's how it's done, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T people. This is the more entertaining, this is probably the most entertaining part of our po- two-hour podcast is us trying to <laughs> yeah, sink out right. together. We, we are so on different coasts. So now something weird happens. He, like, has a uh, acid trip sort of sequence. Um, that, that woman... Um, Alice Drummond, who we were talking about, she makes this like mushroom tea. <laughs> so he's going to drink it to get sleepy, and basically he'll like have crazy dreams and trip. This is ridiculous because they have nothing else. They just ran out of shit. That's it, Miss <laughs> Martin's. That's right. Who fucking. Now, hmm. now watch his reaction when he takes a little taste. Uh, mm. Tastes like heroin. Drink up, buddy. <laughs> I put a little vodka in it. I know you were on the wagon, but <laughs> oh, there he is. Because as you know, psychedelic mushrooms are sold in prepackaged packaging. No, that's a home business. That's uh, the lady we keep seeing from the school. Oh, I gotcha. She's selling psychedelic tea mushroom in, at the school. But not the kids. Okay. So he comes downstairs to find what? Big party. Look at that. Freak out. Oh, no. Dancing in a truck. hear it? Yeah, I, I, can, I can have some audio. Yeah. Oh, my God. Look at this. Anthropomorphized dancing animals. All. Now, this must be CGI. These are not puppets. These are all. And then that's the cast and crew throwing shit at Brendan Fraser. Fuck you. That's Jim Carrey. Now, he wakes up. It was a dream. Oh, the mushrooms. Now look what happens to Brooke. Oh, he, he woke up again. Up. Mm-hmm. Even though it's a dream, I bet you that dancing scene is in the trailer. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, did you ever yeah. see, have you seen Kangaroo Jack with uh, Anthony Edwards and Anthony Anderson and... Uh, uh, Jerry O'Connor. Uh, it's, uh, no, the last time I saw a kangaroo jack, he's beating the shit with a bunch of other furries out of this one guy. Oh no, that was in San Jose. But uh, oh, this, okay. yeah, <laughs> they uh, kangaroo jack. There's a scene where he has a dream where kangaroo jack is like dancing and all this shit. I and did that, see it. Yeah. And but it was a dream. But mm-hmm. in the movie, in the trailer, they show that scene like this is in the real world. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't like that. I, I, that happened too in that Superman versus Batman movie. Oh yeah, v, uh, the Birth of Justice, that one. There was, I yeah, I think so. Like the worst movie ever. It's, I <laughs> think so too. But anyway, there's a dream sequence in which Superman was being evil, and that ended up in the trailer. Like in this movie, you'll see him evil. Yeah, because you think that's the real life, but in fact, it's just like a what if situation and taken out of context. Right. It seems like that's the plot of the movie. We uh, have better integrity than that. Oh, yeah. Our movie, National Lampoon's Open Micers, yep. our trailer is going to be like, we're going to show you the we're last scene first. Sequence. We're not We're going to make sure all the dream sequences look like the real life sequences. In the trailer, you see, uh, you will see the jokes that didn't hit. We're, we're honest. Oh, yeah. Uh, those are my favorite trailers, the ones that have like scenes the, and jokes that are not in the movie. They just got cut out. <laughs> trick, trick, trick. 
because then the, like the trailer becomes charming like you want to see the trailer because it has material not in the movie I think Austin I, Powers I'm not even that. commenting on what's going on it's just so stupid I just can't basically the scene is this is the point in which they realize um, he's crazy he thinks animals are out again okay did you see her get hit yeah by like a meat she pie she thought she had broken her nose in real life yes they made a cardboard it was a, a slab of meat oh wait here is Wallace Shawn Wallace Shawn and this is a pretty funny scene because he's pulling out ink blots Right, and, and you and I, like as an audience member, look, it looks like the raccoon, doesn't it? Yeah, of course. It probably from He's the like, storyboard. What do you board. see? A raccoon! <laughs> <laughs> These so are all productions. It really is. Oh, I got an ad. I got an ad of Wikipedia. Okay. No, it's uh, Xpedia. Skip ads. And I'm at 50.07. Okay, hang on a sec. All right. I'm at five, six, seven. This is this Oops. is sad for people at home because we're never they might doing. Not tolerate our ridiculous. Pausing. Yeah, this is not the most entertaining. Well, this is the last time I Sorry, do. Sorry, guys. This is the last time I do a, a YouTube movies channel movie. When they when it's free with ads, it messes it up for the listener if they really are watching the movie with us as they should. But I can't. I can't watch it on. It, I can't watch it on either computer on the, on the studio too. Yeah, and it's only and that only happens to me when we do YouTube movie uh, movies. So, Ixnay on them, <clears throat> Fox. So Wallace Shawn has been very funny in this scene, and basically what's happening is you know he hypnotized him and the ink blots, and then after he's finished hypnotizing <laughs> him, he'll say, "Don't you feel better?" And what's happening outside the window is they're fucking with this car. Right. You'll see. So anyway, Brooke Shields got this fake meat flung at her was made of cardboard and it hit her and she had to bounce back and she goes this is too fake director just throw the real meat at me oh the really director said okay <laughs> so it hit her nose and they had a broken nose scare she really did fall backwards off what we saw in the film was her getting really injured <laughs> which so no animals the trailer. were harmed right which is Brooke Shields and the careers of Brendan Fraser and the director. Yeah, that's too bad. It really is. I like Brendan Fraser, but... So a lot of children's movies, especially in the last 25 years, they become cult classics. You know, you ever talk to somebody and you bring up a film and you'd be like, what was up with, I don't know, Monster Squad? And they'll be like, what? I love that movie. I grew up on that film. Yeah. And then they'll be right, like... Right, I grew up on it. Yeah. It's like, well, That's why. Yeah. So people grew up on this movie. Nope. This is not a kid's movie. You keep saying that. It's a fucking kid's movie. It's Home Alone CGI Animals. It's a... Sk <laughs> well, okay. A skunk the, is the, driving the a car people, right now. New Line Cinema does not mean for this to be a kid's film. And I, I, because it was unpopular, I don't know anyone who like grew up on this film. Was this supposed to be like a rated R Judd Apatow comedy? It's rated PG, and it's, it is what it is. It's just supposed to be home alone with animals. <laughs> I guess what I'm just saying is that it's not meant for children, and it's not meant for adults. Neither fish nor fowl. I guess yes, because you would think this kind of puppetry would be for... Okay, so we here we got more hilarity. Right, the fucking raccoon is driving his car. A raccoon is driving his car? Oh, no. And he's smart enough to put the window up. 
Right, which is cutting off his testicles. Again, his testicles are amazing in this movie. They withstand a lot. Oh, now he's getting sprayed in the face by a skunk? Again, another ill. That's the worst puppet. Okay, Brendan, we're going to get the skunk spraying puppet. We want you to... American Humane Association monitored the animal action to show us that there were no animals harmed. They're puppets! Yeah, there was no animals. It's like the Country Time Lemonade of uh, animal movies. Absolutely no lemons. They're very good puppets, man. Oh, there's the Wii. Look, they're having fun. I'm having fun. Ooh, do that. Look, they have the <laughs> accessory. They have the ra- the racket accessory. You could play this game without a ra- without a toy racket. You could just use the yeah. Yeah, it's a little controller that you plug into the push into the racket. But this is a movie. Well, they already did the cheap promotion. That is pretty bad uh, product placement. And the Family Guy ripped it off too, then, because Family Guy had that bit where. It was the end of the world, and right before the world ended, Peter said, I hate you as a family, and then the world never ended. Oh, I'm sorry to interrupt you. It's yeah. Billy Bush. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Billy Bush. He pulled in again going, don't freak out. Wait, no, no. He's coming. It isn't yet. It isn't yet. All right. Well, I was just saying that Family Guy has the same joke where uh, he, he tells his family that he, he hates them, and then to make yeah. up for it, he buys a new Xbox and ends with <laughs> playing Xbox. He got carjacked by a raccoon. He's not cured. Oh, right. He went to Wallace Shawn to be cured of this, and he comes back, Mm -hmm. and he's doubly crazy. Right. Next time, don't have him go to Wallace Shawn. Okay, I guess Billy doesn't show up in this scene. You wish Billy All I want you to hear is when he approaches, he always says into the mic, don't freak out. Everybody, don't freak out. Like, you're going to be shocked. Do you agree with Billy Bush the way he, be, he t- held himself when the, when Donald Trump was talking about grabbing women by the pussy? Do you think he... I don't care. Right. I don't care. Right. Okay, this is an important part, okay? Because the movie's all fucked up here. What happens is the son comes in with a book about the history of the town. And he says, I'm believing, I'm starting to believe that the animals are out to get you. But what Brendan Fraser does is he says, that's ridiculous. Don't be silly. It doesn't make any sense. Right, because What should funny. happen is son and father should unite at this point. Let me see here. Play it. So this is like a history book that the girl gave him. <laughs> By the way, that book so it's is... talking about these other people who tried to settle Rocky Springs and the animals attacked them. See, this is what I think of when I think of Brendan Fraser. Him dressed as a caveman getting the shit kicked out of him by a squirrel. In like Cino Man. Yeah. Cino Man he was good in. Now Cino. look, he's he's working the puppet himself, Brendan Fraser. But Watch, you... he's going to flick it with... <laughs> he, he's doing it himself. This is all very funny, right? <laughs> Oh, the hippie gets it last. That's... Now listen. Listen to this. Research. Oh, now he's slamming the corporation saying they're not really eco-friendly. And here's the evidence. And Brandon Fraser's doubting it. But I just, the audio I want you to play is when... You're going to have to okay. play it. Okay, you're building on nature preserve. And frankly, it's picking nature off. You know, the animals are trying to get me to stop the dog in Rocky Springs. 
You see, he acts like that's crazy when it's been his contention all along. Oh, yeah, you're right, because the animals have been harassing him for like 45 minutes. So now should be the point which the father goes, that's what I've been talking about, son. And the, and the son should get in it with him now, and they don't believe both of them. But that's not what the movie does at all, and they forget that scene entirely. You know, I love George of the Jungle. That was a funny movie. I purposely stayed away from that movie. I think it looks stupid. I did not go see it. Carl, watch George of the Jungle. It's uh, 1997. Okay, oh, hey, listen. He all goes, right. they take him out of the jungle, and there's an orangutan. And George. <laughs> of? Are jungle. you tricking me? No, I will sir. not click that. Hey, don't you have uh, Disney Plus? I'm sure if you typed in George of the Jungle, Disney's George of the Jungle would appear. So Brendan Don't Friedman, have Disney Plus. In 1996, he gets out of the jungle and he goes to San Francisco. And Willie Brown. I don't have. Look. He meets Willie Brown, the mayor. And then he goes to Nordstrom's really? and he eats a McDonald's Big Mac on top of a San Francisco cable car, as we do. It's really, you know, you see <laughs> the wedding's in the okay, city hall. I will watch it. But Brendan Fraser. Now, why doesn't me. Brendan Fraser run in the house? No, he runs to an outhouse instead. It doesn't make sense. Well, because he needs to be covered in shit. <laughs> oh, it was in the script? Oh, yeah. yes, yes, yes. That's another thing I wanted to bring up. I hate when there's movies where it's about a character and then they cover them in shit. Or they eat. Yeah. Like in Austin Powers, the second one, he drinks the, the vial full yeah. of shit. Yeah. It's a little nutty. Oh, well, you know. Yeah. And uh, then in Joe Dirt with uh, David Spade, they dump mm -hmm. shit on his hair, on him. And it's like, I paid money to watch these guys be heroes. Do you have to really show contempt to me by just literally covering them in shit? <laughs> yeah, in Back to the Future, when the manure goes on him, they have to throw in that one where he spits one out of his right. mouth. Right, yeah, yeah. But he's the villain, right? Like, we, we, we hold yeah, contempt okay. for Biff. Yeah, okay, right. But if Biff was the star of it and they did it, it's like, you know, there's a Simpsons episode where they go to a leprosy colony and it's because at one point, I'm sure everyone hated The Simpsons on that show and they just wanted to like torture them every week. But mm. when, when you do a movie character and it's just like a movie supposed to last forever, I don't know, I can't sympathize. I mean, sure, life's gotten me down, Carl. And sure, sometimes I feel like I'm covered in shit. Doesn't mean I have to watch it. Oh, here's your, here's your, here's your boyfriend. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, well, well. Again, you see. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting a little tired of your of your of your dumb dumb show and your. <laughs> <laughs> it's real funny how he totally accuses her. Oh, of I got an ad. I got another time. ad. Ad. I but got an ad. But they found him. I got an ad. Oh, you got an ad. Yeah. Okay. All, All right. right. No Here more of these movies. Fifteen is where I am. Count me up like in uh, 15. seconds. Okay, I'm in one hour and five seconds. Hang on. One hour. All right. Oh, fuck. Hang on a second. 12, 13, 14, 15. <laughs> you did it again, you son of a <laughs> Okay, do you see the potty in the tree? I, yes, sir. I see the okay. porta potty okay, in the so tree. Now, Ed Norton and Patrice O'Neill will have their big scene here in which they open the potty for us. All right, here we go. Okay. 
And they're going to react, I bet. Oh, that's not Patrice, but, but Ed Norton is uh, on the right. There he is. Oh, they're going to hose him down. My genitals. He's like, yeah, right. And the camera was in there. So I, Anybody we, have any Purell? We watched the trailer last week, and in the trailer, Bird specifically shits on a woman. And I called that out because I hate when movies have hate women so much that they literally have yeah. shit on them. Not hate women. Why did you say that? Well, because that's a that's a hateful thing to throw shit on. Someone. Why could you said before last show you said why couldn't they have shit on a man? Well, they do. They cover him in shit, but they never show you Brendan Fraser covered in shit. Oh my God! Do you really think in the editing room the director was like, no, no, no? We're not show showing the movie a man get it covered. in poop. Are you kidding me, Mike? Well, why can't they show him covered in shit? I want to know. I have answers. Why can't they show Fred the Frazier covered in shit in this PG movie? God damn it. Okay, so what happened was so fucking funny. Oh, it's, Billy Bush. Billy I goes, smoke over Billy. Right, he goes, I don't know where he thinks he's going without my keys. And then Brendan starts the car, and he goes, unless I left him in the ignition. <laughs> <laughs> Now we find out that Brendan Fraser has a heart of gold and he can't really kill the raccoon. God, he looks like Rambo. Are you sure that's not Brendan Fraser? He looks like Lone Ranger. Oh, don't shoot the raccoon. I'm an adult saying this, not a child. He looks like Michael Rappaport as Rambo. (laughs) Now we will have more scenes in which basically... Yeah. <laughs> Basically, Brendan is working the puppet. <laughs> right. Well, he's, he's rolling down a hill holding a puppet. Look, Brendan's doing that. <laughs> now, in this one scene, you see his thumbs. Look, you see his thumbs doing it. See? Oh, weird. He's got yeah, the puppet. The thumb, thing. right? Yeah. And now the <laughs> in the face. Okay, I take it back. I saw a man get peed in the face. That's, that's good enough. They hate men, too. <laughs> They hate. Fling! Uh, as you know, when you throw a raccoon in the woods, it makes a sound effect. That raccoon fucking sucker bit him. Now, who should have shot him? Billy Bush. But Billy. Do you know, like, so Billy Bush was acting before he did the... I don't think so. I think he was a commentator. I'm not sure how he ended up here, but... He's good. He's and, so funny, yeah. And he's unrecognizable. Is that Harrigan, Harrison, Michigan? Oregon? So they've got an idea now. What they're going to do is tranquilize <laughs> and capture all the animals who are fucking with them. That was funny. But Mike, yes. why is Billy on board with this? Billy That's knows. That's the weird thing of the plot. He read that book about the town history. His father was that pilgrim. Oh. <laughs> and he looks like Brendan Fraser. That's why he has an affiliation to him. Oh, rated PG. Couples sleep like that. That'd be nice to have... Uh, I know. Well, what we're having now is a montage of how life is great now that the animals have been tranquilized and locked up. Wow. 
So wait a minute, the pet, the animal control is there? Oh, Billy Bush is running it, I got gotcha. you. Right, and asking? they have a court order to round up until after the development in which they're, they're going to release them elsewhere. Huh. Well, I mean, they're going to lock up some skunks. So he looks and there's no rabbit or squirrel or raccoon there because he's had them locked up. And he has a moment of, it's supposed to be the symbolic scene, which is supposed to happen at page 45, but I think we're way past that. We're way okay, past that. So now here we are planning the um, forest festival, which Brooke is totally on top of. And they're basically going to redo it, just do it their way. You want to hear a little? No. <laughs> oh, okay. No, you can if you want. Well, I'll see if if you're impatient to listen no, to stuff. I'll impatient. save some funnier scenes. Yeah, save for funnier, funnier stuff. Yeah, I just so this is the third act. Is that the, they're going to have this forest festival and all the rodents are going to fucking go ape shit and and kick oh, ass? Oh, that's you're right on the money, Mike. That's exactly what's going to happen. All right, and but she's but Brooks involved with it, so there's some tension because his wife, he got his wife to to produce it. And right. his uh, well, he didn't, but yeah. But he, his demons, the animals that hate him, will cause destruction of his wife's dreams. No, 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 no. So basically, Samantha B roped her into having to do that. But then she fell in love with it. We're going to have a great forest festival. Then the Lyman Corporation said we're sponsoring it, and they basically took it over. So she complains to the husband, they're ruining everything. But when the animals come to wreck up everything, they're wrecking up Lyman. So she's totally on board. Oh, that's cool. So yeah, well, that's another thing. How come the animals are so smart and so clever, Carl, but they're beating the fuck out of Brendan? Why can't they beat the fuck out of Dr. Ken? <laughs> I guess they don't know about him yet, and they will in the end. And he gets pooped on. Oh, good. Oh, yay. He's a no, man. but I don't. I don't. It might be like you said. You never see it or something. I don't know. But I but did see a I raccoon pee. I did see a raccoon pee on the face of Brendan Fraser. That's fine. <laughs> Even slate. So now we're gonna have the like, why haven't you kissed me scene? Oh yeah, with what's his face and what's her name? Yeah. Now what's his face? I told you his credits. What's her name? She is from a television series called The Gates, The Nine Lives of Chloe King, Scream Queens, and The Gifted. So she's well, done a bunch of TV. I know Scream, uh, Scream, uh, Scream, wait, Scream Queens. I know Queen, Scream yeah. Queens. Wow, that was a tough one. Uh, but So I assume that she must be a teenager in that show, maybe a Scream Queen herself. I suppose. Huh. I never saw it. You never saw it? Jamie Lee Curtis is in it, and she's and uh, I don't know what it's about. All right, what can I tell you? Oh, look at this! This is the legal clause. Girlfriend's gonna tell him that. Uh... Yeah. Oh, oh wait. It's, it's basically a plot point for get mad at your father. Right, which you I should lost never do. Now, because of you, Dad. Because of your anti-environmental. Uh, right. Real, Instead real... of being like. Dad, I know the animals are out to get you. Amber just doesn't understand, you know? Gee, hey, remember that scene where the raccoon went into the picnic basket and they brought the picnic basket inside yeah. a private jet? And right. And he heard the whole story? That was funny. 
That was memorable. Was it? I don't know, but I think on my deathbed, on my deathbed, this is the conversation I'm going to have. It was a raccoon <laughs> in a picnic basket on a private jet. On a private jet. I swear. So basically, he's getting family pressure. She comes in and says, Lyman Corporation's undoing all the foresty things about the Forest Festival. And he comes in and says, you're caging animals. And Brendan has to say, like, they're better off where they are. Stuff like that. Yeah, well, the cages are so cute. <laughs> you get like people. So now he's having crisis of conscience kind of thing. Am I the bad guy? He even says it. But there's. Watch a... it. I mean, what lazy writing. Do you he think... even adds a like question, like out loud. Do you think they wrote the screenplay on that Apple fucking laptop he had open for the... <laughs> this whole seat, the fucking logo? <laughs> I definitely think no, because when they wrote this screen, it, the screenplay, it was like 2002, 2003. Right. The one guy who wrote it, two people wrote it, and they got made $750,000 you know, $750, they got paid. Um, here it is. The one guy, Michael Carnes, wrote Mr. Woodcock, which was a Billy... Billy... The, uh, oh, I got an ad... Okay. Was that a... Wait a sec. Now, don't yell at me. I'm paused at 110 and 5 seconds. What do you want me to say? Count up when... All right, 4, 5. Now, 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 now. Dud. Are you... Were you serious, Mike? Yes. When well, I said now, who are you? What are you at now? I'm at 110.15. Okay, so I want you to pause it. All right, it is paused. And tell me what you're at. I'm at 21. You are? Yep. Okay, I'm going to say go. One, two, three, go. Oh, it's too late. No, you weren't paused, right? No, I'm, I'm good. I'm watching a bunch of raccoon puppets. Uh, yeah, you're good. Yeah, okay. Hey, man, I'm good. <laughs> all right. <laughs> it's all good. Fine, fine. Listen, oh, I it's have to fine? It's all you, fine? Audience. I know you can't the last time along we... with us. Yeah, it's the last time we do uh, a YouTube movie ch uh, channel. Anyway, the first guy who wrote this film, for some reason, Fade Magazine in 2005 called him one of the 100 top people you need to know in Hollywood. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> this is the other the guy who wrote the screenplay was a documentary filmmaker, and he made uh, Tommy Chong in 2006, the documentary about him. So you think Tommy Chong just got out of jail, and he's like, fuck yes, it's going to be good. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so here we have the Forest Festival, and the whole thing is supposed to be about how it's really not about the forest at all. This is the Indian investor who is trying to convince to sign on the dotted line so that they can build, uh, you know, they can get rid of the forest. So weird. So it's the Forest Festival against the forest. Right. So she's, of course, like, stop the dead. You know, she's trying to do a protest. Oh, that's his girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> What's up? And she's talking to him with the megaphone. Right. That's good. Man. And so they basically have a snitty, snotty fight. And to get her back, he joins her. Well, he said anything that gets you to return my calls or my text messages. This that's movie came right. out in 2010. Hey, there's, there's an owl. Read a book, fucker. 
Give a hoot, don't pollute. That's what it is. Read a book is from The Simpsons. They have that that old, and it says, "Give a hoot, read a book." Not don't pollute. Right, that was a joke. And then I just said it twenty years later. Wow, look at that kid! He cheated. He went down the slide, the bouncy house slide. He just stood <laughs> That's up. That's right. Okay, now we're going to find out what's really going to happen to the animals. They'll be killed when they're relocated because it won't be their habitat. Good, finally. I'm, 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 it has nothing to do with Investor here is going to get rid of the animals, so he's like, "I'm in. I'm just going to sign." Oh, great! So oh. the axis of evil now. Yeah, he didn't realize his investor was evil. That works out. <laughs> so now, what will happen is Brendan Fraser Do will finally machine. flip and be against his own boss. He said, "He said, Do you have a fax machine or something?" 2010. Faxes were getting irrelevant. In 2010? Well, they were practically irrelevant. But what I mean is, like, like that was a late 90s thing, right? Right. You can see how it would hang on. Like, people still had them. Right. That's still how I got a contract to you. I think email is much better, but okay. Oh, he's letting all the animals loose. Correct. Wow, that is a big life choice. To free an entire jail. I don't jail. think those are puppets. I, no, I think what they did was they put these animals in a cage. They tilted the cage. They kept the camera exact, and they they threw these animals out. Gotcha. Maybe a hand pushed the animals out of the cages. Watch what Lyman does to this girl. All right. Great taste of Lyman. Lemon and lime. Yeah, wow. Lyman. That's not a real flavor. Did you know that? Yes, I knew that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Now, you see they've constructed a model of the festival and the raccoons going through the plan. It's like cats and dogs. You ever see that movie? Thought Bubble. Of Braveheart. They're like, yeah, there's another scene from Braveheart. Here goes Billy. Here comes Billy. That's obviously CGI, right? No, they really lined up animals like that. I'm sorry. To, I'm sorry. My sarcasm meter's off the hook on this movie. How am I supposed to feel about this movie? It's broken. <laughs> right. They're like, turn it on. Oh, this must so, be the end. Now, here's the weird, weird, weird thing in the script. The signing of the contract with the Indian guy, it's not being done in a conference room in a building. Right, They're go doing on. it like it's a show. Here at the fair? Yeah. He's like, I'm bringing $10 million to this community, stuff like that. We're going to sign right now. Well, if they're presenting a business meeting, then obviously that's not fair. Right? I mean, it's sure they got like kiosks and stuff and bouncy houses but with a conference going on it's just not fair anymore 
Okay, country fair. <laughs> it's a country fair. Oh, oh, oh! It's just not country fair anymore. All right, never mind. I relate to that one. Did not even. He's still okay, looking. Okay, so at now it. Brendan Fraser is publicly going against Pepsi. Pepsi, if there's a floating Pepsi can, uh, can out there. Product placement. What? He goes, he's not eco-friendly. He's not even friendly. He goes, that's a little below the belt. This is kind of weird. So now we're having the moment. He's like, I'm sorry, family. I was just trying to further my career. Well, the whole town knew anyway, because it said Forest Fair, 3 o'clock. Brendan Fraser flips out, 4.30. (laughs) (laughs) Come for the pie. You both Save. here for the Frasier flip out? Yeah, are we early? Yes, you are. It's only 2.30. Come on, come. People come for the peach pie. They stay for the Frasier freak out. Have a corn dog. Well, I reckon I should. Well, I look, there's a 4F festival. 4S, 4S competition ends before the freak out. Don't freak out. <laughs> Fucking megaphones. That's the second megaphone I've seen in this movie. Yeah. They probably use the same megaphone. You probably got it from the girlfriend. So my wife would scream up to the children like, dinner, dinner. It was so quiet. They would never hear her, you know, and I'd have to go do it. Boys, you know. Right. So I got her one year for a megaphone. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so you see, and she uses it, and she talks as quietly as she does, but it's super loud. Bird poop. Oh, right on. Oh, I thought that was mayonnaise. Oh, that so was a bird. to sign a contract with bird floop, bird poop. So he's going to force the assistant to do it. He goes, clean it up. I'm not doing it. <laughs> but then the bird poops on her. Yes. See, that scene they showed in the trailers, that's from the scene from the end of the movie. Oh. Here comes Billy, all tied up to a. Well, that's that clearly a puppet. You don't think Lyman they train goes? Them? Now what? <laughs> Here comes your boy, Billy Bush, tied to a chair. Bling. <laughs> all right, and that was Billy Bush in the movie. Oh, does he come out and he's covered in whatever, and he's like, Ugh. <laughs> I don't think so, but. Now he's ordering the airstrike. Oh my god! And this is your favorite scene. Oh, here this comes is the, the controversy of the movie. Why didn't they? Why did they poop on a woman? No, oh, right there. Yeah, look there. She got pooped on. What do you mean, right there? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was a Jerry Maguire joke, right? You complete me. Yeah. Now look, uh, a man just got pooped on. Did you see it, or yes or no? I, sir, yes, sir. I did see it, sir. I did okay. We're for squaresies on it. I appreciate this movie showing equal opportunity for human beings to get the shit. The fact on. is, the getting pooped on had nothing to do with a gender role. I guess not. Okay, the fox stole the contract and he's off. He's off. He's that. It's just crazy, like a type fox? of animal. Oh, I got a fucking commercial. Okay, I'm pausing. God damn it! This is the last time I watch shit like this. Okay, I'm at zero seven, so count me up 
Oh, yeah. Three, two, one, go. They just jumped in gopher holes, and there's Ghostbuster Lady, right? Yeah, she. Yeah. It's supposed to be so funny. She's talking to the. Uh, oh, the investors uh, she's are probably talking to the owl. I don't know. A gopher is hitting human heads coming out of a whack-a-mole. Right. Right. Samantha B. Just got punched wow. in the face. That's for your screeds. So does she know she's talking to an owl? Yes, she does. And she's like saying, like, I'm making this kind pine cone for your Christmas tree if you celebrate Christmas. <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't know. It's not funny. Okay, he's going to get the contract. Right. But a weasel, a ferret, a raccoon, a skunk. Oh, he's got guns. That's Those are the trank guns. Brendan Fraser sees he's about to trank his buddy, the raccoon. Right. Throws something at him, and he tranks the wrong guy. That's good. The guy finally gets to relax. (laughs) Yeah, right. Right. Collapse. I thought we were going to celebrate after I signed. Hey, the park is closed. Thank you for coming. (laughs) There's Billy. Billy looks like he's in a barrel. Stuck in the pickle barrel. Do you think this is the bottom of the barrel for Billy Bush? No, I no, think for Billy Bush. For Brendan, yes. Oh, he got his hand signature. Oh, no. Teenagers Dun-dun-dun. and animals? Oh, no. Now Brendan Fraser and skunks. Oh, man. Now he's doing this karate. <laughs> that was I tried to I tried to play that because it was funny. He goes so long, suckers, and he couldn't hit the hole. Right. So then he goes so long, suckers, and goes and it was funny when I was. Watching. Yeah, it was funny when I saw it on The Simpsons. Oh really? Yeah. Everything. Yeah. My goodness. Oh, it's the Simpsons. Oscars. That was always a big problem when I watched The Simpsons on Sunday. It was like. How, how do I do it and watch the Oscars? The Oscars are tonight? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can I just complain about this one Oscar? Okay. What a grouch! <laughs> I don't think he wears pants on the set either. <laughs> you never saw him waist down, that's true. Yeah. So now we're wrapping up. Do you know if you go into no. Oscar Grouches? Oh, we're wrapping up, okay. The, direct, the director thought this was a really great film. So you ever see a really great film like something about Mary, something in the, in the end they show they're all dancing to right, a song sure. and having a great time, maybe some outtakes. Yeah. That's what we're going to get here. Insane in the membrane without the N-word. You know when he goes, it's all over when I go out drinking? They got right. rid of that too. Oh, that's funny. It's really not well done and because this movie's so bad it's almost comical that they would do that as if they were you're making you're making me you're, you're making me watch the end credits is what you're saying uh, 
we don't have to. Uh, we got to watch the end credits now. There's, there's sing-alongs and outtakes. So now we see three months later, there's harmony in the forest, and the ranger is Brendan Fraser. Oh. He's, Yay! He's Dan, Dan, Dan of the jungle. See, it doesn't end. I knew it. I knew this is one of those films that will not end. Yeah. It said the end, and they still have one last joke. Here we go. Here we go. No. No, the movie's over. Look, they're a family. Roderick Humble. If you see this director, please contact the Directors Guild. Look at that valley. Yeah. It's supposed to be like a viral Yum, video. Yeah. Well, it's like juicy. I know my 1910, my 2010 references. That's the best part of the movie when he's in makeup. Oh, there it is. Politically incorrect with Colin Quinn. <laughs> That's right. So throughout the movie, as they were shooting this, they were also shooting these scenes that they would do in the end. Well, how did they get the CG animals to do that? Right. <laughs> they were really confident that they were going to make it through the end of the shooting. Oh, God, the risky business joke. Risky? Yeah, they're going to do a lot of that. You'll see Grease. Um, With CGI animals? Oh, there, no, that's right. Robert Palmer's video. Right. Oh, my God. Which is relevant in the day. Oh, Britney Spears? Who's that right. supposed to be? Is that Brendan, is that Brendan Fraser just and Britney Samantha Spears? And Samantha B is there. Oh, look. That's belly. a callback to Blue Lagoon. Look at that belly man. Yeah. It was a Blue Lagoon references. Now they're just going all over the place. Oh, there's Billy Bush with his shirt off, Carl. Carl, Billy Bush with his shirt off. He still has the cap on. So and there's can... Grease. This is so weird. So this, these scenes are created in a universe that doesn't exist inside the movie. <laughs> like, they purposely dress up as Grease just for this end credit. Yep, just for the end credit. So we're watching a movie where this image is there just for this. It's weird. And this is the end. Uh, wow, ladies and gentlemen. We want to thank the good people at YouTube Movies for providing a free movie along with their per-pay films. And this film yeah. we just watched. Carl, what do you think of Furry Vengeance from 2010? I think some of the parts were funny. I think that the director, I think the cast, I think their heart was in the right place. They thought they were making something good. And it sucked. Yeah, and it was cool to see Patricia Neal in there. But yeah, it sucked. I agree. What can I tell you? <laughs> That was torturous. Oh, my God. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's it. We are done. Uh, unless we have to wait for an outtake at the end of this. Is there like a setup to a sequel at the end? I have never watched past what we're seeing right now. The you just watched this movie 4.25 times, too. <laughs> well, I'm done when this movie's done. Yeah. Oh, you're never going to watch Furry Vengeance again? No, but I'm saying, like, whenever you got to this point in this movie, I was like, all right, this is done. Pause. You know. A lot of pause in that movie. Mm. There's ra Sorry, there's raccoon pause. There's uh, 
Scroll oh, past. I get it. I get it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, um, we, we will be back next week. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the Oscars today, and then next week, come check it out. The 40th uh, annual Razzie nominations will be announced too shortly. I didn't vote this year again. Mm. So you I, need to get in, Mike. You need. To yeah, get in. I keep forgetting to vote. But I have seen more movies. Like my I first stopped voting because I just said I, I haven't seen these films, but now I have. So, what's with me, uh, ladies and gentlemen? Yeah. Uh, so usually we, I, this is the part of the show where I announce a movie. I just told usually. Carl, Carl I told you. I told you before what? the movie. I haven't found a film yet. Because oh. I'm working on. I would. Come I'm, on. I'm working on something else right now, and that okay. of course is uh, getting ready for. The fifth annual Muni Radio Comedy Festival, which is happening yeah. March first through March sixth. Carl and I will be here live. Carl, we are doing a bunch of shows. Carl will be performing stand up here in San Francisco. And if you can't make Woo-hoo. it to live San Francisco, you can listen to us on Muni Radio and we'll have a special feed where you can hear all the shows. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube. We'll have three live shows happening. Uh, our Sunday show is going to be broken into two special shows, uh, or the shows where we'll have comedians from the festival, uh, Carl and me in person, uh, doing our show uh, live. And then Saturday at 8 p.m. on March 6th, we'll be here in the studio as well, doing another one-hour show and uh, with a special movie under an hour. And these movies, you can come and pay and see it live. How cool is that? Very cool. And Carl, we're doing a, a show together on Wednesday... March 4th, okay. 6 p.m., yeah. uh, one-hour show. We can either get some comics or do something together. So Okay. Yeah. But I, I thought I would tell you right now like that. Perfect. So that sounds cool. So if you enjoyed that, two things I want to ask you, especially since you made it to the show, Muni Radio is having an annual GoFundMe uh, tele- telethon, as it were. We really would like to get funded. Uh, so if you enjoy the show and you made it to the end and you notice there's no advertising and you do want to contribute... Go to our GoFundMe page, Muni Radio, and uh, contribute. That'll be terrific. Make sure you, uh, if you're in the Bay Area, come see us for one of the many shows live at the Muni Radio Comedy Festival, or just you know keep listening to us on the internet. Make us happen. We appreciate it. Yeah. We, we had good numbers last month. Uh, we're just happy to be here. So, Carl, anything you want really? to promote now that I, I queued up the end credit music? No. The next thing happening for me is this Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Yeah, you're flying up here. It's going to be great. That's right. It's going to be great. All right, you bastards. Make it happen. Thank you so much. (laughs) Have a great time. Uh, Great day. Great being here with you. And uh, that was Furry Veggies with the... the, (laughs) It was. (laughs) Yeah. All right. God, bye. Thanks, Mike. Bye-bye. Thank you. Let's watch a full-length movie on you. Friend, I wrote this song. Uh, my turn-ons are satin sheets and waves. Champagne tickles my nose. I love to pee outdoors. Listen, you should follow me on Twitter. It's jokes to Carl, the French duh, not the oh, good. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with more.
It's your boy Sifo here, here to let you know that the 5th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is March 1st through 7th. 2020 with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week. Get your tickets now on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comics from all over the U.S. coming for 66 programs in seven days all here at 2781 21st Street in the heart of the mission. Or if you can't be with us, listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at www.mutinyradio.fm Join us March 1st to 7th for these amazing events. What kind of a future? Law Tigers, we fight for motorcyclists. We're not just motorcycle lawyers, we're part of the riding community. Law Tigers watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear, too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's motorcycle lawyer. Victor Terrace, Harris Law Firm, LLP, 180 Prominent Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 95834. San Francisco Mutiny Radio San Francisco Mutiny Radio Listen to live streaming radio Or download a podcast And you can listen on the go Listen to live streaming radio Or download a podcast And you can San Francisco Mutiny Radio San Francisco Mutiny Radio Mutinyradio.fm Why not make a donation? Mutinyradio.fm Streaming live the station Mutinyradio.fm District of the Mission Mutinyradio.fm Mutinyradio.fm Listen to live streaming radio or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. Look, why not go to mutinyradio.fm, hit the donate button, stream them live, download a podcast, have some fun! San Francisco Mutiny Radio. Gold Cadillac with the white material. I drove it up here. I have a report here, Henry, from your uh, from your chief nurse, Major O'Houlihan. She makes some accusations, Henry. I, I find pretty hard to believe. Uh, the dude minds, man. Let's watch. Oh. 
I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... uh, Aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by Uh, Here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch What's happening? This is your boy, Rob Edwards. I'm here to tell you about the 5th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It's March 1st through the 7th, 2020, with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week long. Get your tickets on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comments from all over the U.S. Coming for 66 programs in seven days, all here at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission, or listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at mutinyradio.fm. Join us March 1st through the 7th for these amazing events. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to Joke Workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes. And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8 that's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! 499. Hungry for a burger? Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. 
They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shitface McRat. <laughs> Subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. Tired of paying too much for your internet? Contracts and hidden fees got you down? Tired of supporting the same big cable companies that lobby against a free and open internet? Get Monkey Brains! Monkey Brains is a local internet provider who doesn't sell your data, bind you down with contracts, or trick you with hidden monthly fees. We're honest, local, and 100% net neutral. Residential internet for only $35 a month, business packages starting at $75 a month, Go to monkeybrains.net and sign up today. Asiento. Asiento. Take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryant. Meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas, and a relaxed community atmosphere. Asiento, honestly, is a wonderful place. They have incredible bartenders and board games all over the walls. Trivia on Mondays. Taco Tuesdays. First Wednesday, live jazz. Live DJs Thursday. Parties. The food is darn good. Special happy hour prices all night long with your Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival ticket March 1st through 5th. Check out the schedule at www.asientosf.com. Come take a seat. I had a date there and it did not go well. But it wasn't the fault of the place. They're very nice. Asiento. El Rio began her life in 1978 as a leather Brazilian gay bar. We are an LGBTQ plus space who is welcoming to all good people. We actively invest in communities to promote social change. We actively invest in our local arts and music scene to give space for artists. We actively pursue underserved communities in the use of our space. We are an awesome supporter of the 5th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, hosting an incredible off show. Wednesday, March 4th, 
9 to 11 p.m. with LGBTQ plus and allied comics. So come out to 3158 Mission Street at Cesar Chavez, San Francisco. It's open every day at 2 p.m. with an incredible back patio. El Rio is your dive. Hey, hey. Let's watch full-length moving on YouTube with Michael Spiegelman. I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... Uh, aren't they good? Well, they're... Well, they're chosen by you. Uh, here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Michael Spiegelman. A sketch show. We are so... We are so excited. Uh, <laughs> hi, Carl. Hi, Mike. How are you? Good. This is L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T, which is where you can find us on the RSS feed if you're looking for a new podcast. We are also broadcasting live on mutinyradio.fm, as we do every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Wow. And it's spelled right on the flyer. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Our, our new flyer is out. And we are actually listed as L-W-A-F-L-M-O-T-Y. With Michael Spiegelman as P-E-I-G-E-F. Last year it was uh, S-P-I-G-A-G-O-L-E. I'm going to close the door. Spiegel, doesn't anybody speak German? It's like mirror. Spiegel. I E is the E sound in German. They're dumb coughs. Anyway, but it's all right. It's a really sweet flyer, so you should check it out. And you should go to miniradio.fm and check out the website there. Uh, we also have... <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That was a dumb cough. Oh, you're, that was a dumb cough. Oh, you and your German humor. <laughs> we, uh, you can find us on uh, Facebook. Let's watch full-length movie on YouTube. Blogspot. Let's watch full-length movie on YouTube.blogspot.com. And we're also with our acronym on Twitter. YouTube and uh, Twitch, which we will be broadcasting live on Twitch. Wow, that's great news. That's great news, isn't it? I just thought yeah. of it. Well, but we should Twitch. do it. Twitch. Mm-hmm. Which Twitch? Oh, God. Yeah, we'll be ready for them. So what we do here on the show is we watch a full-length movie on YouTube. Uh, my name is Mike Spiegelman. I'm here in San Francisco. Keeping safe. I hope everyone else is. And also we have Carl on the line uh, from New Jersey. Me and Carl. Yes, good evening, and uh, I am, it's afternoon for you, but I am on the East Coast, but not Jersey. I am actually talking to you in Harrisonburg, Virginia. Nice. There's a weird buzz on that phone. I have a weird buzz. Uh, Oh, cool. So you're calling from Virginia, but it's still East Coast time as our show starts at 5 p.m. East Coast time. So, Carl. Bingo. I think we uh, promoted the show. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, You can catch us again. What is the movie we're watching today? Today we are watching Hot Dog, the movie, not Hamburger. We've done that. Hot Dog, the movie. We have done Hamburger, the movie. This was the movie beforehand. Hamburger, the movie was directed and written by the writer of Hot Dog, the movie. 
I don't know about that anymore. The guy's name is Mike Marvin. Is that the writer of Hot Dog? I guess. Uh, hamburger, hamburger. I well, well, we'll find out. It's on our blog spot uh, for more information, as okay. well as our Twitter. So, okay, so uh, the movie's called Hot Dog. The movie. How can people find it? Who's hosting it on uh, on YouTube? Okay, so. I simply typed in Hot Dog the Movie, no year. It is the year 1983, if you care to do that. It's, what came up was Hot Dog the Movie SD, and it's a, it's a Polish, I don't know, it's Polish Dar Hot Oslaw, A-A-R-O-S-L-A-W. Right. Oh, and that's nice. He ends with the word Poland to indicate that he is from Poland. Yes. All right, so He's a Podkarpaki, uh, Polska. Oh, boy. So what we're going to do is we're going to watch this movie on YouTube uh, to experience the full concept of this two-hour podcast. Watch the movie and listen to us at the same time. You know what? Or, you know, tune us out and listen to the movie or tune the movie out and watch us. Listen to us. <laughs> doesn't matter. Just follow Just our feed. Just join us. Just yeah. join us. All right. So uh, we are here. Uh, I got the uh, – I went to Hot Dog the Movie. I am. I pit paused and it's at zero zero. We're going to have Paul Brumbaugh from the podcast Edge of Insanity, one of our show, the show right that precedes us, if you're listening live, to do the countdown. Go ahead and uh, get the mic up and do it. All right, guys, I know. All right, get the mic up. Oh, actually yeah, feeds, get the Sorry mic up. Oh, All right, here we go, guys. Get your finger hovering over that play button in three, two, one, go. All right, thank you, Paul. Ah. Thank you, Paul, for that. Thank this, you, Paul. This film has no problem. Hi, Carl. Hi. One, two, ready to do. Carl, is this Lion. the TV edit version? Is there going to be tits or no? I don't know because. Oh, okay. But it said it was modified. Uh, yeah, it was modified to fit your screen because usually they play it on uh, a movie screen. And if, you know, if it's got to fit onto a little YouTube thing now. So they modified. Yeah, now it's the same thing. All right, here we are. Yeah. Is he the good guy or the bad guy? Oh, he's our hero. He's the good guy. Harkin. He, he's not. He's a slob or a snob in this movie. He is a. He is an innocent boy who's going to California to be in a ski contest, and he is very talented. His name's Patrick Hauser in real life, but he's Harkin Banks. Harkin, Harkin Banks. Banks. Oh, it Harkin yeah. Banks to the days when we used yeah, to ski. Harkin Banks. Way back when. Oh, Harkin Banks. He was in two other movies, and he was in this short-lived TV show called The Outlaws, or Outlaws. But really, today he's a he's an author. He oh. writes um. Nice jump. Fathers to be handbook and a roadmap for the tradition transition to fatherhood. He's a he's an author now. I wish I knew that beforehand. I would have read his book. Yeah, it's a little late for us both. Yeah. Well, maybe we could go, that's so Hudson. Or I don't know, I, Hudson, <laughs> harken back to a different that age. harkens back to your book. Harkin yeah. Bank. It's a very strict upbringing. It harkens back to the old days. <laughs> so we're watching a man ski and we're listening to a... Would you be jealous if, if you were at the studio and a band next to you was jamming like this? Are you... Okay, so I don't hear well the, the you have a band playing on your side? Yeah, I do. Huh. Do, 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 do. It's playing on the background in case we want to get sued. Here, I turn it off. 
but it's one of those inspirational 80s songs. Well, you know, this, this movie, this prototype of a ski competition, it's based on Caddyshack, right? The Snobs versus the no, Slobs? No, 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 no. It's based on this, guy, uh, this guy's life. Um, he, he, he was... Okay, his name's Mike Marvin, and he grew up in this town where, we're gonna, where the movie will take place. He was a skier, but, and he was on all... You know, he's on the circuit. He was a professional skier. But he also made skiing movies, and that led him to Hollywood. Because he skied there by mistake. <laughs> yep. 